Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's Shannon the Dude and Billy Rutledge. Welcome everybody to the KSR Pre-Show. Tuesday, January 18th. I'm Shannon the Dude, being joined by Billy Rutledge in Lexington. You can give us a call on the Clark's Puppet Shop phone line, 502-571-1080. You can also send us a text. You want to send some nasty text hate mail to us anonymously <laughs> like we got yesterday. You can do yeah. that at 502-414-1724. And you can send us the America's Best Caviar tweet of the day at Shannon the Dude or at Billy R. Sports. Good morning, Billy. And how is Lexington? How's the weather there in Lexington? Oh, it's... It's fine, Shannon. Good morning. I actually borrowed the iHeartRadio vehicle so I could get around this week. Yeah, I have a rear-wheel drive car, so there's no way I'm getting to the station every day. So I borrowed the uh, the Ford Expedition with the big uh, Home of the Cats blue iHeart yeah. vehicle. So I've been able to get around. Not too bad. I'm glad you brought that up because that leads into exactly what I want to start the show with today. Oh, I, perfect. I am doubling back. I am doubling down on a conversation that we had about a year ago. Because of what happened this morning on my way to the station. All right. So we don't have a lot of snow here in Louisville. It's just like just maybe a small little dusting here and there in the grass. But my driveway, Billy, is a solid sheet of ice. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. I mean, the entire driveway is ice. So as I back out of my driveway, out of the garage today, I've got the brake on, but I just keep sliding. Oh, no. And I'm sliding. And I'm going into the road. And if there's cars coming, well, it's too bad. We're about to hit somebody Uh because there's nothing you can do because I'm on like a my driveway kind of goes up a hill. Yeah. So I'm I'm backing down a hill and I'm sliding and there's nothing I can do. Luckily, there was nobody in in the road coming. But I will die on this hill that four wheel drive. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I don't care what anybody says. Helps you on ice. Now, I brought this up a year ago, and people were killing me. Matt Jones was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Four-wheel drive does not help if you're driving on ice. It only helps in snow. That is not true because the last couple of days, I've been using four-wheel drive to go up the driveway. No problem at all. Yeah. This morning, I thought that I had it in four-wheel drive. I start slotting. What's going on? I look down. It wasn't in four-wheel mm. drive. It was still in two-wheel drive. So if I back out of my driveway in four-wheel, no problem at all. Tires grip. I can just back out like normal. But when I drop it in two, I'm all over the place. So I know I'm <laughs> right on this. I am not willing to accept any other answer. But, Billy, can you back me up on this? Yes or no? I already know the answer. But what do you think? Does four-wheel drive help on ice? Well, remember, facts are optional on this show, Shannon, so I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say, yes, I think it does matter. Four-wheel drive does matter. After driving the last two days in this city with four-wheel drive, the reason why I got the car, 
there's a considerable difference. And there's definitely a difference between a real-wheel drive and what normal people have. Yeah. But four-wheel drive just takes it to a different level, Shannon. So you're telling me you had the four-wheel drive off in the driveway, and yes. that's when you started to slip Yeah, because I, I locked it in, or I thought that I had locked it into four-wheel. Uh-huh. And then I started sliding. I'm like, what's going on? I look over. I'm like, oh, it didn't, it didn't click in. So I guess in my mind, you know, I'm just trying to get going here, start the car up, put it in what I thought was four-wheel drive, back it up, didn't go into four-wheel. Now, so we're going to sound two. stupid here, but what is the science behind this, Shannon? I mean, are the well, tires got, gripping the ground a yes, different way with yes. four-wheel drive? With four-wheel drive, you got all four of them working. All tires spinning at the yes, same time, Yes, essentially, compared to the front but I, or the rear by themselves. That's right. But I got to tell you, man, a year ago when we had this conversation, I got absolutely crushed. All these, you know, Cal says basketball bennies. I had <laughs> yes, all these driving Miss Daisies who were calling in telling me that I was wrong. And today, further cement it in my mind that I am 100% right that four-wheel drive absolutely does not only help in snow, it helps on ice. Well, I'll tell you, I'll never, I'll never buy a real-wheel car again. I yes. mean, I just have to grow up, Shannon. I have to make the adult decision and buy a car that's going to be able to get me around town. Mm-hmm. But I'm surprised you've gotten so much pushback. Well, I just want somebody sounds to like come, a sensitive I subject. want somebody to come watch me and explain it to me. For those of you who are like, no, four-wheel does not help on ice. So a quick Google, yes. is four-wheel drive better for icy roads? The answer is yes. There you go. Then why was I getting so much pushback last year? I think here's what happens, Billy, on KSR. If Matt doesn't agree with me, he will come up with a good explanation because he's very smart. But he will get all the listeners on his side who don't know what they're talking about. They just agree with Matt. Kind of like when Matt tells everybody that I'm a big fan of Buck Cherry. I'm not even a fan of Buck Cherry, but yet everybody listening believes that. <laughs> now, if I can just get to the point where I can have everybody believe everything that I say like Matt Jones does, I would be in a good situation. Well, now you got the KSR pre-show, Shannon. This, what, right. this, is, this is what this show <laughs> this is, is my for. Platform. This right? is my platform. So now I am switching everybody around and telling you that absolutely four-wheel drive does help on ice. And that's my rant for the day. Now, speaking of Matt, KSR is partly on the road this week because Matt is traveling through Texas. Yeah, do we know why he's in for Texas? No, for no particular reason that I know of. I mean, I know Kentucky's playing A&M, but... I don't think that's necessarily the. I think he just wanted to go on the road, and you know Matt loves driving, and with equipment the way that it is now, Billy, you can you can do the show literally from everywhere. I mean, during COVID, Matt was up in New York City, Ryan was in Lexington, I was in Louisville, and we all sound like we're in the same building. That's one thing that pe- people don't realize. Back in the early days of radio, and I sound like an old man talking like this, but, yes, but uh, it's true. When I first started, we were still using the Marty system. You had this little box, and you had on on every van, you had a big antenna that comes up. And you had to point it in the right direction. If there was clouds coming through, you had to sort of tilt it around just to get a good signal to be able to dial back into the station. Huh. Now you don't have to worry about that. Now you just got this little box, and you can take it anywhere as long as you got cell service. You can be anywhere and do your radio show. So I think Matt is just taking advantage of that and, and traveling and going to Austin, Texas, where he wants to. To, to go see for, I well, guess, the first time. Well, you better believe it. That's what I'm going to be doing this summer, Shannon. Yeah. Since you have to be actually in the studio to produce this show, I'm just going to take the Comrex <laughs> and, and travel all over this summer. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, you know, with all these technological advances where we can do the show from anywhere, we still seem to have a, a fair amount of technical difficulty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And that's KSR. I mean, that's KSR in a nutshell. Oh, Facts yeah. are optional, and if the technical difficulties can happen, they will happen. We saw that when we were in Moab, Utah, when we had to take the show out onto the streets, literally, just to be able to get a signal. Oh, but, but so yeah. many good memories yeah. that brought, like just from the Andrew Yang rally, when you guys had to walk through that that ele- that wheelchair ramp in the freezing cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they all, all the memories on yeah. ice when we were all about to bust our butts. We were literally some sl- four wheel drive. We, yeah. Exactly, we were sliding down that ramp like I was down my driveway this morning. But you know. Because of COVID, I mean, a lot of companies are realizing you don't have to work in the office anymore. We don't need the office space. And, you know, things get a little confusing sometimes because of that, Billy. Like last week, I sent out a text asking somebody in our promotions department Mm -hmm. for some Alice Cooper tickets. Alice Cooper's coming into Louisville. He's coming into the palace. And I wanted to grab some tickets because, you know, one of the good perks of working at a radio station is you get free tickets. Sometimes. So, I, so I, well, yeah. sometimes, yeah. Well, it depends on who you know. Yeah. Uh, but I send this text out, and the person writes me back and goes, "I don't work there anymore." <laughs> I'm like, "What? When did this happen? I had no idea." So, because a lot of us are working from home, I don't even know who's working in the building. I don't even know who's working for this company anymore. I'm now sending out texts to people who no longer work here, who maybe haven't worked here in a year. Because I don't see them. You know, you're used to seeing people in the office face to face. You go by and, you know, normally on a normal circumstance, I would walk by somebody's office and say, hey, can I, can I get a couple of tickets set aside for me for the concert? There's nobody here. So now you're resorting to emails and texts. And sometimes you send out an email and realize, why is that email not going through? Or why can't I find that person on the email address? They no longer work for us and you don't even know. You know, I don't even know if we have a promotions department here in Lexington, <laughs> Shannon. I mean, if they do, I haven't seen them in two and a half years. Yeah. Um, you know, we're producers, so we have to brave the elements. We have to brave the global pandemic. We still came into the building while everybody stayed at home, it's when true. everybody had to stay there. But, you know, since some people have returned now that, you know, things have changed with COVID a little bit, you know, here in the Lexington area, Shannon, we're moving to a new building. Mm-hmm. They're moving to the city center. So everybody in the building has already moved to the new building besides me, besides 630 WLAP. So we're literally keeping that building open just so that Billy could come in and do the KSR pre-show every day. They are actually paying penalty rent just so I could stay (laughs) here in this building, Shannon. Instead of rushing it during the U.K. basketball season, possibly having some issues on the air in the new building. Yeah. So we'll just wait. We'll leave Billy there. He'll be alone until April. It's fine. He's already been alone for two years. We gotta figure out. out. We gotta figure out a way to where we can do this morning show from home. You know, like everybody else has been rolling out of bed for the last two years and just (laughs) going right to work. And some of them probably aren't even getting out of bed. They're probably working on a laptop in their bed. If we're being real about it, and I can even do my afternoon stuff from home now. Mm -hmm. But I can't do this morning show thing from home. So I still have to come in every day. We got. If we can figure that out. See, we can save iHeart the the penalty fee from having to keep the Lexington studio open just specifically for you. And then we well, won't have to even get out of bed to do the show. Oh, well, we could pay off Rick or producer John to come in early. <laughs> yeah. Shannon, they'll, they'll just do the Leach Report there and the go. KSR pre-show. Yep. All right, we're going to talk a little Kentucky, Texas A&M coming up a little bit later on. If you want to get in on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line, phone lines are open, 502-571-1080. We'll be right back. It's the KSR pre-show. Now, back to the KSR pre-show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back to the KSR pre-show. Shane and the Dude and Billy Rutledge. I'm not getting any pushback this time. It's it's almost like people know I'm right. 
on this four-wheel drive thing. Well, some people are saying on the text line, which is 502-414-1724, that four-wheel drive has nothing to do with your brakes, Shannon. Then, so why, while, then why is it then, why is it then when I throw in the Jeep in reverse in two-wheel drive that I slide, but in four-wheel drive I don't? See, I don't know. Maybe your tires are resting on some ice. I don't know. But I mean, it's also it's also it. true with going up the hill, up the hill and in reverse. There's got to be something to it. And I'm I mean, willing to die on this hill. I need don't a care. mechanic to call in, please. Yes, I don't care what anybody says. I know I'm right on this. 502-571-1080. Billy, did you watch any of the Rams and Cardinals last night? Uh, Yeah, I got to watch pretty much half of it, Shannon. Pretty much the half when it was already over. Yeah. The Rams jumped out to the quickly. Did you watch any of the Manning cast? Yes, I did. Night? I wanted to ask you about that. Um, I, I'm always entertained by it. The Rock was on there drinking tequila. Yeah, so a T-Rex skull behind him. Yeah, what was up with that? That was weird. You know, Vince McMahon's got that same thing in his office. So a T-Rex how, skull? So, so how is it possible that two T-Rex skulls could be in not only The Rock's office, but also Vince McMahon's? I don't think T-Rex skulls are just lying around. Yeah, I think it's just a replica, Shannon. I think so you don't you get think it's the a, real thing? I think <laughs> you get, no, I don't. I think you get to a certain amount of bougie rich, and yeah. you just start buying stuff to make your house look good. Well, I'm convinced that Vince McMahon's uh, dinosaur bone fossil thing that he's got on his wall is legit. I mean, the dude's a billionaire. So if, any, afford if, it. if anybody yeah, can mean, afford actual dinosaur bones, I feel like it's Vince McMahon. Now, do you believe in curses, Shannon? No. We did hear a curse word from Peyton Manning. Uh, when they had some technical difficulties, you go, can't hear bleep. Uh, that went over the air on ESPN. But like curses, like the Boston Red Sox curse when they traded Babe Ruth for a play, like a literal yeah. play. Or like the Chicago Cubs when they refused entry to a guy with a goat and then they didn't win a World Series for 100 years. Do you yeah. believe in curses like that? No, absolutely not. I think you create your own luck. Okay. If, if, well, you're, if you're good, it doesn't matter. If you're good, you don't need luck. If you're good, you don't worry about curses. Saying something's a curse just means you suck. <laughs> okay, I, I disagree to a degree. I mean, some stuff going on in New Orleans with the voodoo and everything. I mean, you're just going to not get me near it. But there is a Manning cast curse right now, Shannon. I'm mm-hmm. not sure you've heard of this. No. Or if you have. No. But um, throughout the season, they've had these broadcasts, and each time they bring on a player from another team. Yes. And once the player of a team goes on, it is 100%, Shannon, the next week that team that player's team loses the curse is seven for seven travis kelsey went on the broadcast week one the chiefs lost week two rob Gronkowski went on in week two the bucks lost in week three so on and so forth so it happened again last night former i guess you can you have to be stretching here but former arizona cardinal larry fitzgerald was on the broadcast and the cardinals got whooped so the curse is now eight for eight shannon and if the manning cast comes back next year if I'm a, if you're a player on my team, you better not go on the TV show or you ain't playing the next week. I, nope. I swear to God. I like that you actually believe that. I mean, like it has nothing to do with the fact that maybe they're playing a more difficult team that particular week. Well, could you not look at it as they're not preparing for the next game enough? They're spending their time on a television broadcast with the Manning brothers. I mean, you could look at it like they're not focused for the game, Shannon, if you really wanted to make a take out of it. But, uh, you know... I think curses are real to a degree, so I'd, I'd watch out. I don't know about curses. I do think, though, I, I do love watching Eli and Peyton. Peyton, I feel like, could be a, an NFL coach if he wanted to be. I mean, the way he breaks down everything, it's like he knows what's going to happen before it even happens. Peyton could be a senator. 
Shannon. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's many jobs right now that Peyton Manning couldn't do. Yeah, I mean, just watching that, it's almost – sometimes it's not as exciting watching it because Peyton's telling you what's going to happen. It's like, well, <laughs> why even watch the play? He'll say, well, look, they're going to run this play, and then sure enough, they do. So, yeah, I, I, I think he, he can make a good coach one day if he wanted to be. I had a uh, friend of the show, a mechanic, text in. You ready for this, Shannon? Let's hear it. Come on, Mr. Know-it-all. It's the extra resistance from the drive axles when slowing down in four-wheel drive. When in two-wheel drive, the front axles free spin. Okay. So, Does that make any sense? To me, what are you saying is I'm right. Four-wheel <laughs> drive helps on ice. That's what I'm hearing. I guess so, yeah. 502-571-1080. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's talk to Tucker. What's up, Tucker? Good morning, Shannon and Billy. Morning. Uh, so first off on the four-wheel drive thing, Shannon, you're absolutely right. Uh, I wouldn't trust Matt with anything to do with, like, cars or <laughs> anything like that. Yes. Could he find the four-wheel drive in his car? Oh, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt's not a dumb guy. He He's very smart, but he's just not good at practical things. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and actually, a two-wheel drive car is fine as long as it's front-wheel drive because your traction sticks with where, where you're steering as well. And so where you get in trouble is when you've got a real-wheel drive car and you're trying to turn, you know, you're trying to steer with your front wheels, and it kind of pushes you along the road. All I know is that uh, when forward. I tried to go up in two-wheel drive, I was struggling. Drop it down in four, right yeah. up the, right yeah, up the driveway, I, I, no problem. I completely agree. Uh, just real quick, Billy, when you went to Western, correct? Yes, sir. Graduated in 2017. 2017. Okay, so, yeah, I was at Western, too. I was at Western from 2012 to 2018, so we were there around the same time. Uh, I had a friend of mine who is actually a Tennessee fan go to the game on Saturday, and she got the ice cream. And, you know, I told her, I was like, everybody talks about it. It's not that special. And she seemed to agree with me. But the ice cream that was at the uh, the Topper Cafe at Western when I oh. was there, it was like the best thing ever. Money. And I would get like get like the, the, the cone. You could do it yourself, you know, and we would always do a, a challenge to see who could make the tallest cone without a top one over, you know, and, and – and uh, she agreed. She went to Western too. So, um, so go go tops, Billy, and I'll uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for the call, man. Yeah, I'll defer to you on the Western Kentucky ice cream. Uh, Love it. If you say it's good, I'll believe it. But, so, like but, every college can't. Okay, go ahead with your butt. Yeah, my butt is the Rupp Arena ice cream. Maybe the most overrated element in Kentucky sports. If if you're gonna tie in the Rupp ice cream. With Kentucky basketball. It is so overrated. It's just soft serve ice cream. You could get that ice cream anywhere. You can go to Dairy Queen and get better ice cream that way you can get at Rupp Arena. But Jay Billis loves that <laughs> ice cream, man. And he, he, you know, the last thing I need to see is two bald guys simultaneously licking ice cream on live TV. Okay, I, don't need I didn't that. need that. I didn't need that image. <laughs> well, that's the image. Did you Come watch on. the game? It is too did, early for did, that. Did you watch the game? Well, that's, that's I'm doing we the radio broadcast, so I kind of keep a, an eye on the on the broadcast. But I did go back and watch some of it, and Jay yes. Billis needs to calm down. I mean, yeah, he is a little over the top <laughs> about the ice cream. Maybe it's something to do with like waiting in that long line in Rupp Arena. He doesn't even have to wait in the line. He, got, just, he, he gets a lackey well, to go up there and get I mean. his ice cream for him, bring it down to him, and he eats it and puts go it over. Go lackey, go get me the ice he cream. He has an ice cream man who literally has to run up there, grab him some ice cream, and Billis acts like it's the best thing he's ever eaten in his life. No, but listen, the caller's right. The uh, the little ice cream machine at Fresh where you can just pile up a cone forever you want. I mean, every college campus has the cafe that everybody goes in the morning. 
Friday morning, Saturday morning, Shannon, where it just looks like a graveyard. Yeah. I mean, everybody is just dead from the night before hungover. And you got to get your substance. And a lot of times before those 8 a.m. classes, those cafes, those, you know, buffet-style uh, college campus buffets are where some of the most magical moments happen. Promise you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure Billis would say that, uh, you know, it was a blowout. That's why I got the ice cream. But that's not true. He gets the games even when it's a close game. He gets the ice cream. You must not like the ice cream. You seem pretty upset. I, well, no, this. I mean, the ice cream is fine, but it's just blah. It's just regular old ice cream. It's not – it doesn't live up to the hype. I'll put it that way. So you go to the game. What is your concession – Food of choice. Are you a nacho guy with the cheese? I don't Do you go, get a pretzel. Yeah, I'm not the guy who goes to the game to eat. Like if if they served alcohol, I would go grab a beer or maybe two beers. Sure, but I don't go to the game to eat. I I go to KS Bar and Grill. You see, before ah. load up on some really good food. Look at this guy. Not concession stand food. Then you go to the game. Then maybe you grab you know something to drink. Okay, I, I got a hard disagree with you here. If I'm at a baseball game, I have to get a hot dog and a beer. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, the game I'm at, I'm going to get a hot dog and a beer. When a lot of times, any other sporting event, Shannon, I'm getting a pretzel. Yeah. The, the salty pretzel does me well. I think that's and, actually what I got at the uh, the Nuggets game. Grabbed a pretzel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Of course, they set me back about 20 bucks. It was soft pretzel. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's Good the other grief, thing. man. I mean, you got to take out a loan <laughs> sometimes yeah. to go to these games. <laughs> 502-571-1080. John Short. What's up? Got hey, about, John. Got about 30 seconds. <laughs> None of us are great Americans, and I know it was great when we had Saturday. It was not a great game at all Sunday, we just, except for the first quarter. Yeah, we got to figure out what's going on with our women's basketball team, John. 84-58. to 58. They lost to the and, Dirty Vols. I know. We're going to be texting in tomorrow night about five biggest, and we'll be starting about 30 biggest. And we need Terry Ellsley to do the, the same Defense of California beginning of the game. The 1-3-1. I'm with you, John. Thank you, John. John. Appreciate the call, man. Good to hear from you. We'll be right back. It's the KSR Pre-Show. Thanks for listening to the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back to the KSR Pre-Show, 502-571-1080. A couple open lines if you want to get in on the Clark's Puppet Shop phone line. It's Shane and the Dude and Billy Rutledge. Billy, you and I were talking during the break. I just realized uh, the guy from The Cure, I don't know which one, but you know the band The Cure, which I'm yeah. playing right now. Yeah. One of the guys from The Cure has put together a side project, a side band, separate from The Cure. And the name of the band is Alice Blue Gown. Oh. I'm like, come on, man, really? <laughs> now, here's the thing. I've had this band since 2008. Of course, we're a cover band. They're like a you know a band that writes original music. Okay, and this is he. I don't think that he lives here in the states. He lives like overseas. Let's say London, wherever. It doesn't really matter. My thing is though, I've had this band since '08. This guy comes in, and now he's named his band Alice Blue Gown. And I'm thinking I probably need to get this thing trademarked if we ever want to try to release any actual original music. That was going to be my question. Yeah, have you trademarked the name Alice Blue. Gown? I have not, but it doesn't seem fair that this guy can just swoop in. And name his band that, even though I've had social media with, with you know, Alice Blue Gown named band since 2008. I guess I screwed up by not getting it trademarked. Yeah, I don't know how legally binding you having a Twitter account with Alice Blue Gown on it yeah. uh, prevents them from doing but it. We but we played shows, though. I've got. I know, you got to sue their ass, Shannon. I need, to call, need to, T- to I need to call TJ and he'll make them pay. 
I don't know if TJ I think that's handles. the move right there. I think you need to call your friend TJ or maybe Matt can give you a legal remedy. Yeah, I think Matt would have the answer to that. All right, let's talk a little Kentucky basketball. They take on Texas A&M tomorrow night. Kentucky is up to number 12 in the latest AP poll. Billy, they're 18-1 to 1 odds on winning the national championship. Hmm. Let me ask you this. If I give you the top four teams who are odds on favorite to win the title, which would be Gonzaga, Duke, Purdue, and Baylor. I'll even throw in Kentucky. I'll give you five. Are you taking one of those five to win the title this year, or are you taking the field? Yeah, I'm taking the five. I wasn't going to take the four if you didn't include Kentucky. Yeah. Because I sure don't think Purdue can do it. So then you, you're you riding on Kentucky, then. You think yes. Kentucky is going to be the national championship team? Kentucky or Gonzaga, I think, at this point of the season, these two teams have separated themselves talent-wise. Yeah. Now, I think Duke definitely has a shot as well. We saw how good Duke has been, but that Trevor Keels guy has been really bad since the Kentucky game. I don't know if you know somebody took some of his talents during that game, but... You know, we'll have to see how that shakes out and every emotional high that Duke will be playing with it could be the end of Coach K. So I think there'll be a lot of fanfare there. But you're giving me those five teams against the field. I'm definitely taking the five. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think I'd be with you. I just wanted to see what you would say on that. But yeah, I think one of those five are going to be your national championship team this year. And you know, it's such a hard tournament to win yeah. that a lot of times you could say the best team doesn't win. But I always feel like when we get to the end... The best teams, a lot of the times, are still in it, right? Yeah, I mean, you usually have a couple of surprises, like take Loyola Chicago from a couple of years ago. Um, but usually, yeah, Texas Tech can sneak their way into there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, I remember uh, Duke Butler being in the championship game, and nobody Loyola expect- Chicago. Did nope. they make it to the Final Four? But yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah. said. That's what I just yeah. said. Loyola yeah, yeah. being there. Uh, yeah, I don't years ago. To what Yeah, I know you don't listen. <laughs> I found that out a long time ago. Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, Duke and Butler. Butler was a surprise that year, I think, to be in the national championship. Oh, yeah. But Duke still won at the end. Usually, if not the best team, because you could say Kentucky was the best team in 2015. Right, thirty-eight and one team, um, but usually it's one of the best teams, if not what we would call or the you know the actual best team. It's usually a top five best team that wins the national championship. So yeah, if I'm taking the field or those five, I'm taking those five right there. In the past four seasons for Kentucky men's basketball, Shannon, Kentucky eclipsed a hundred points zero times. Yeah, and this two year, times they've done it already this year. Yeah, against Tennessee. Uh, you know, like we said, the number two defense. In the country going into In the into country, the Shannon, the dude. Yeah. It's impressive what this team's doing. And, and they, uh, they've gotten close a couple of times. How many did they put up on North Carolina? Was what, like, uh, of 100? Was it like 98? It was 90 plus. Yeah. They've done 90 plus six times, and they had done it only once each the previous two seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, this team is playing uh, with a different pace than years past, and I think that's why you're starting to see some excitement. You're starting to see Swaggy Cow come back a little bit. Because I think he knows that he has the two best point guards in the country right now. Yeah, this team is firing on all cylinders offensively. And the great thing is, when you have a good shooting shooting team like Kentucky, you know that you get Oscar down there to get an offensive rebound for you. And you don't want to give this Kentucky team a second-chance opportunity. You don't want to give them two shots on one trip down to the floor. And only 12 rebounds for Oscar in the last game because there just simply weren't that many missed shots for the guy to go up and get. Um, but, you know, them playing A&M on Wednesday, who is the number one team in the SEC when it comes to three-point percentage, Shannon. I think they're... Uh, it worries me a little bit being on the road, but we're going to find it, out. We're going to find out a lot about this Kentucky team if we haven't already found out enough watching the Kentucky-Tennessee game. Uh, going on the road, Texas A&M, Auburn, 
They're going to be hosting Kentucky this coming up weekend. It's already sold out. It's an orange out, further proving what Cal has always said, that when Kentucky comes to town, what is it's it? Everybody's Super Bowl. It's everybody's Super Bowl, exactly. So uh, that's going to be a crazy environment for the players uh, down in Auburn. But we're going to find out, like I said, with that game coming up, A&M tomorrow night, Kansas coming up, those are all tough road games. you got to at least win one of those. Oh, yeah. You have to. But – now it looks like this team's clicking, Shannon. I mean, after that non-home com- non-conference home schedule, after all the complaining, it seems like they're starting to bring it together. Yeah. And I don't think they're always going to shoot 69% from the field, Shannon, but if it can give you that confidence going into this stretch, then it could definitely be a positive. Because now you're starting to think about seeds for the NCAA tournament coming up. You know, you want to try to... This game versus Auburn's big. Yes. It comes with the SEC regular season title. Yes. Uh, when it comes to seeding-wise later on in the tournament, because, like I said, that non-conference schedule didn't really help you out your resume-wise. So you got to take advantage when you play those ranked teams. They already did versus Tennessee. They didn't versus LSU. Now versus Auburn, we'll see. Ty Ty Washington, SEC Freshman of the Week for the fourth straight week. Look, I, you know, I expect that Ty Ty to be good. I didn't know he was going to be this good. He has been incredible for this team. I mean... It's almost to the point where now every week we almost expect him to be the freshman of the week. He's been that for the last month. Fourth straight week uh, as freshman of the week, fifth overall. There are only three other players in SEC history, Shannon, that have ever won this award four straight times. That's John Wall, Nerlens Noel, and Devin Booker. Are you so, willing? Would Would you be willing to say that Ty Ty, at least so far, is the second best guard Cal has had next ooh. to John Wall? Ooh. I know that's a that's a bold statement, college wise, but, but I think or I, overall. No, no. Well, I mean, we're, we're talking about college. We're talking about what okay. they did here at Kentucky. Okay, what they John did Wall at Kentucky. was here for one year. Ty Ty's been here for half a year. I'm almost already willing to say that he's the second best guard that Cal's had. That's tough. I mean, I would definitely say second best freshman. I don't well, I mean, know. If, well, I mean, most of the guards are freshmen. They're here for they're one and dones. That's true. Yeah. But I'm thinking of a fan favorite, Tyler Eulis. Well, I mean, no, no, no. A, I'm not saying who's who's the fan favorite. I'm just saying best set, overall. Set aside most beloved player. Because we're yeah. going most beloved player. That's a whole other conversation. That's Oscar Sheboy. There's no question about it on this team. I'm talking about best Cal guard that he has had. I mean, again, we're not through the season yet. So maybe it's a little premature to say that. But what I've seen so far. And I don't think this is a recency bias either. I think that Ty Ty is really that good. I think it's a little recency bias, but it's hard to argue with what he's doing. And I mean, we haven't even brought up that the man broke the assist record. Yeah, and, and this, listen, the, the, yeah, and this that guy. and listen to what you just said. I mean, you can say that again. What? What? It, uh, that he broke the assist record? No, no. You, you just mentioned uh, John Wall and a couple of and Nerlens, Devin Booker, Nerlens Noel. Yep. So there you three. go. Only in SEC history they win the award four straight weeks. There you go. So I think you're right, Shannon. I think, think you got to put them up there. I think the numbers uh, speak for themselves there. But, yeah, I think we're going to find out a lot about this Kentucky team coming up in uh, the next week or so. Let me ask you about this. This is completely off topic here. Have you seen the latest TikTok trend? <laughs> no. I don't have a TikTok, Shannon. Do you have a TikTok? I have a TikTok, but I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't recorded any TikTok. I haven't have done you? anything. I've I've locked down the name Shannon the Dude. Speaking of people stealing names, better get that trademark. You know, just when you just when you think you have thought of everything that you could possibly think of that's that's original, you think, okay, I got this idea for a band name. Nobody's going to come up with this band name. Sure enough, there's somebody out there who's already thought of it. So well, music today is all just samples, is it not? Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many 
different cases in music where people were suing each other because they're like, wait a minute, I wrote that song 30 years ago. Yeah. And meanwhile, new artists are like, well, there's only so many different chords you could come up with on a guitar before you run out different, you know, different combinations of chords. But what I wanted to ask you about was this TikTok trend. Okay. Called Sleepy Chicken. Have you heard about this? No, I've not heard of this. People are now cooking chicken that is braised with Nyquil. Ny- Nyquil. Huh? The, uh, yeah, you know, like you got Dayquil and you got yeah. Nyquil. Nyquil yeah. puts you to sleep, like the cough syrup. People are now cooking chicken in Nyquil. Why? Why does anybody do anything on TikTok? It's For ridiculous. What reason? I, I, mean, I guess to eat chicken and fall asleep. I don't know. I mean, chicken makes me sleepy already. I think that's turkey. Well, I mean, chicken does too, though. I'm just saying, if I have a big what? meal, chicken makes you. If sleepy? I if I look, if I have a big meal, it doesn't matter if it's turkey, <laughs> if it's chicken, it doesn't matter what it is. If I have a big meal, I'm I'm ready to fall asleep. But the bigger topic here is people <laughs> putting Nyquil on their chicken. What is wrong with people? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was the magic stuff that was on the Taco Bell chicken wings. That's why I liked it so much, Shannon. But that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. And I almost think it's a health risk well, at that point if you're going to cook the NyQuil or DayQuil. It is because what's happening is people aren't fully cooking the chicken, and now they're getting food poisoning off of this. Oh, God. I mean, that's just natural selection. This isn't this Darwinism. Is it not, though? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're stupid enough to do this. I mean, come on. So I, thought, I, I don't know. You're, you're part of the younger generation. I thought that maybe you were one of these people who were participating in the night cool sleepy chicken. Yeah, I've I've been able to hold off from getting a TikTok, Shannon. I actually feel old. <laughs> yeah, when, when people have the TikTok, you're in the minority in your age group. Most people, well, I mean, even younger. Do you think than most that. people 25 and up have a TikTok? No, but I would say most people 25 and under do. So I yeah. think you're you're probably right there on that. I'm near the line. Right on that line, right sure. there. I'm definitely the youngest that a millennial can be, Shannon. Yeah. I'm right on the cutoff point. You're an old man. You're an old man millennial. I don't know, though. Some people kind of lump in people well, in the 80s born in millennials really. as well. Yeah. Baby millennial. Yeah. All right. I got another off-the-topic thing for you. Do we have time for this? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So it's re- coming out that during a football recruiting visit, Najee Harris, who was the number one overall recruit in 2017, he was from California, Shannon. He went on a recruiting visit to UCLA, where UCLA head coach Jim Mora at the time told Najee Harris that he knew who killed Tupac. What? He revealed details, or said he knew the details of the death of Tupac. So my question to you is, do you believe in Jim Mora? No. No, I don't believe that at all. Do you? I don't know why he would bring that up to Najee Harris. I mean, is that a humble brag that you're trying to say? Uh, he needs to go to the FBI, not to a recruit, if he has this kind of information. Again, a, an unsolved case. Rob Cassidy, the Rivals reporter, tweeted out on Sunday, Najee Harris once told me that Jim Mora told him he knew who killed Tupac during a recruiting visit. Now, why, how, and I've never stopped thinking How would it. Jim Mora know that? <laughs> how, how's that? Well, Jim Mora's in Cali. I mean, Tupac's a West a Coast rapper, So you think Jim Mora is the one who's been holding this secret the entire time? <laughs> well, let's let's pretend for a second that it's true. Yeah. And Jim Mora does know about the death of Tupac. He needs to be questioned. Despite the he FBI needs to be, he not needs knowing, to be interrog- despite the entire country in a mystery to the world. I am interrogating Jim Mora right now. 
Tell me what you know. It would be, it would be the most baller recruiting pitch of all time. I mean, I would I might commit on the spot if he was telling me things like this. See, I believe the Tupac was still alive. Now you're telling me that Jim Moore is confirming that he's dead. <laughs> and not only that he's dead, he knows who did it. What's more likely, Tupac's alive or Jim Mora is the only one who knows what happened to Tupac and told Najee Harris about it during a recruiting visit? Tupac's alive. <laughs> if Jim Mora said that, I mean, come on. You, clearly, it was a joke. He was not serious. Maybe this recruit doesn't know how to understand sarcasm. Maybe. Maybe. But this is a national reporter that's, re- that's, re- reporting this. That's Jada, a very so. bizarre story. All right. Keep me updated on that. I will. I will. 502-571-1080. Final segment coming up on the KSR pre-show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the KSR pre-show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back. KSR pre-show. Final segment. 502-571-1080. If you want to get in on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line, I see, Billy, somebody on Twitter has found the video from Saturday night of me and the women's rumble. Oh, wait. If we we go ahead and delete that video off Twitter. I need need to see it. Do you remember Matt talking about the the right to be forgotten on Google? Like if you have stuff that comes up on your Google search name that you would, if you uh, you can have that just taken away like it never happened? Yes. I think we need need to call in Surf Pro and get get this video removed from Twitter forever. Because I don't think that actually happened. Oh, hold on. I found it. I'm going to have to retweet it out <laughs> no, now. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You don't have to retweet it. It's okay. I do definitely have some photos out there that I wish I could wipe away from people's memory, Shannon. Like the uh, Men in Black with yeah. their little uh, machine that wipes the memory away. <laughs> yeah. I think about... that, you may have to do this with this women's rumble here. I, <laughs> I just retweeted it from well, Billy R. Sports. Well, the good thing is if it's the same video I'm looking at, it doesn't show me actually getting tossed over the top rope. It just shows her getting in. It shows her and Ryan bickering on the outside right before she comes in to the ring. Yeah, it's a good thing it cuts off right there, Shannon. Because <laughs> both of those feet were going over the top rope. 502-571-1080. Let's go to the line. Let's talk to Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so first and foremost, Tupac's definitely alive. There you go. I think that's we everybody knows. Do that. you believe Jim Mora? Um, I do not. Because <laughs> Tupac's alive, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I, uh, I I had another random news story that I think is actually really important as well as insightful. Um, there was a Newsweek article that came out last week, and then there's additional articles because I've gone down the, the rabbit hole looking into this. Um, if people needed more reasons to consider getting vaccinated, if they haven't already, um, against COVID, um Apparently, there's evidence that uh, COVID-19 attacks uh, male genitals um, and causes impotence and uh, and actually shrinkage. Uh, the, the Newsweek article <laughs> was talking about shrinkage. Is this a confirmed story or are um, you making this up? No, I swear this is a confirmed story. You can go to Newsweek.com. It uh-huh. was last Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, and it, and it actually makes sense, and I learned about it. So, first of all, I've got a friend of mine who's an infectious diseases doctor, so I asked him, and he's confirmed this too. But then just from listening to these shows that we all know we get bombarded with these, uh, you know, Louisville Men's Clinic and Hightower Men's Clinic, mm-hmm. and they're always talking about blood flow and that, you know, you're, it's not a chemical imbalance, it's blood flow. Well, apparently the coronavirus attacks the blood vessels and restricts blood flow, and so I'm like, as soon as I saw the article, I'm like, I think this makes perfect sense. And then I talked to my friend who's the ID doctor, and he said, yeah, it's true. Um, Is your friend it, Jim Moore a- by chance? 
<laughs> I don't know if I believe this. No, no, he's not. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to name him because yeah. I don't want to put him into the the, the, the spotlight. But yeah. he's an excellent doctor here in Kentucky, and uh, and yeah, it, 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 it's true. All okay, right. all right, Shannon, you ready for this? Out there for you guys. Yeah, this, is the from, call, Mike. this is from Newsweek. Okay, uh, the Lancet Medical Journal looked at 3,700 people with confirmed or suspected long-term COVID damage. Uh, with illness, it identified 200 potential symptoms from several different areas of the body. Among the 200 people that reported symptoms, there was 10% of people who reported a decrease in the size of their testicles. <laughs> wow. Well, I think that's enough reason right there alone to go get vaccinated if that's true. Well, we had that story last week about players using Viagra to stay warm during cold <laughs> oh games. God. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh, I, I think that, the I think, caller. I think that's reason appreciate enough. Caller, right there. Maybe he'll bump up the vaccination numbers just a lo- by that call alone, Shane. <laughs> well, hey, whatever it takes. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty. Chris is on the line. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, I got a weird story. Uh, I was born in Lexington, live in Florida, work in Arkansas. Okay. So there's some uh, buzz here in Arkansas uh, in a story. And I, I was seeing if you all have talked about it or know anything about it, about a, a Louisville situation that happened here in Arkansas where a, uh, uh, let's say, an escort was provided to some recruits. Have you all heard that yet? I mean, yeah, it happened to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, it happened to Louisville, but they're saying it happened here in Arkansas as well for the Arkansas basketball team. I have no insight insight on that at all i've not heard anything about it you're the first person to mention that i'm look i'm sure that happens all over the place we just don't hear about it i think other other schools are just better at covering up what they do louisville apparently is not one of those schools (laughs) yeah right i I, i'm kind of on arkansas side because what they gave uh, lsu at home last week but uh i'd like to hear more about that if y'all could do some digging all right we're gonna put billy on it our ace reporter yeah, I'm on the case. I may not be able to get it today, but we'll we'll have an update we'll, for you. We'll okay? follow up with you tomorrow. Thank you for the call, Chris. That's, you think that's, that's a common thing? I mean, I don't know if I, w- I don't want to say common, but I would just say this: I think there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you and I have no idea about, and most people don't know about because they're just good at covering things up. We know about I mean, McDonald's you, you, come bags. On, man. You, you were in college. I was in college. I was in college. You know, there were things that happened all the time that nobody else found out about except for the people who were a part of it. I'm not saying that Billy. That's very I'm, true. I'm not saying that a young Billy was in Bowling Green walking around with escorts, but I'm saying that probably <laughs> happens a lot more than what we even realize. Yeah, maybe it's like Vegas, Shannon. You know, some stories are just meant to stay in college. I have no idea what you're talking about. Matt I jo- don't either. Matt, I don't either, Matt, Shannon. Matt Jones is traveling. Hands up. Matt Jones is traveling through Texas. Going to be broadcasting today from Austin. Uh, have you ever been to Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world? I have not. Um, I think I've been to Fort Worth for a layover, but that is my only experience in Texas, Shannon. They say everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I did go to not Austin. One time. I went to Austin one time, and it was actually for a radio promotion. They sent me down. They, they picked uh, like 12 different radio personalities on rock stations all across the country. All right. Yeah. And they had us come down to they flew us down to Austin, Texas to judge the wild turkey American honey calendar girl. Now, you want to talk about the best, what? the best gig 
I think I've ever had in my time here in radio. Yes, it was it was awesome. So they had 12 finalists, 12 ladies, each of which was going to be featured in the Wild Turkey American Honey calendar. <laughs> but it was up to us 12 radio personalities, one of which was me, to have to go down and, and judge which one would be on the cover. Now you talk about a, a great gig. Not only that, they fly you down there. As soon as you land, they have an uh, Escalade. Pick you oh, up. Escalade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, giving the VIP treatment. Roll out the red carpet. Drop you off at your hotel. You got a little, like a little uh, gift bag with all oh, kinds yeah? of good stuff in it. And then, of course, the American honey was just free. I mean, every time you go out, free meal. Hey, you want, you want some American honey? They would just, like, feed you this stuff. I mean, that it, it almost sounds like you won a lottery Shannon, oh, yeah, to get awesome. that kind of experience. And I was asking them, hey, are we going to do this again next year? Unfortunately, they didn't do it after that. But Now, you judge the girls on their talents, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, good. we got to leave it there. KSR's up next. This has been the KSR Pre-Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.